welcome to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast from CBS Sports. Got a fantasy question? Email fantasybaseball at cbsi.com. Get ready to win your league. Where now, here's Frank, Scott, Chris, and Adam. Make it stop. Make the injuries go away. Welcome into Fantasy Baseball Today, an emergency edition on Thursday, March 25th. Frank Sample joined by Scott White to talk about the unfortunate Eloy Jimenez news. Apparently, he is going to miss the next five to six months with a torn peck. Oh, man. Not this way, Scott. Not this way. This is a rough one. <laughs> How far are you dropping Eloy in your rankings? I mean, is he even worth drafting? Maybe we see him in August. I have no idea. I, I wouldn't think. So. I don't. I wouldn't think he's worth drafting in like traditional twelve-team fantasy leagues, unless you just have a ton of IL spots. Uh, you know, maybe in something deeper like a fifteen-team. Or again, I, I feel like you'd have to have a lot of IL spots because, I mean, by August there's a good chance you're not even paying attention anymore. Or, or really September, if we're talking five months, right? September, he could make it back. And obviously, September, depending depending where the White Sox are in the standings, they might just opt to to pack it in for next year to, to say he's out for the season by that point. Any setback Jimenez suffers along the way, I think would uh, do him in for the season as well. So, yeah, it's not, not really... Not really a lot of reason to draft Jimenez at all at this point, unless you're talking like a dynasty startup or something like that. Yeah, of course. I mean, look, if you have the guy in keeper dynasty, don't make any rash decisions. Uh, if you are a rebuilding team in that type of format, maybe you look to, to buy him on the cheap if you can. Scott, it seems like we talk about Andrew Vaughn every single day, but let's talk about him again because apparently Tony LaRusso revealed that Vaughn will play left field on Friday for the Chicago White Sox. So, how much how much further can we move this guy up? I mean, the first week of the season, assuming he breaks camp with the team, which I think this helps him his chances even more now. He could have outfield and first base eligibility, you know, the first two weeks into the season. So, what do you, how far do we move right. Andrew Vaughn up? Well, I don't I don't really see the need to move him up. I, I it was it's been expected all along that he'd begin the the, he'd begin the season with the team as the DH, of course, not as an outfielder. I suppose the possibility of him gaining outfield eligibility improves his value some. You know, if you were approaching him like he wouldn't make the team, or you know, like he was just another prospect to get called up midseason, obviously you need to move him up. But I think you're overdue for that anyway. Um, it's a lot to ask of him, right? Like DH versus left field, a position that he's uh, not. You know, this was this was never even brought up for him before the possibility of him playing something other than first base. Certainly not the outfield, so it's asking a lot. But the, the White Sox really don't have any great options otherwise. Uh, Lurie Garcia, maybe. Uh, I know Adam Engel was having a pretty good spring, but he's dealing with a hamstring injury, and you know, not really a championship caliber player in in terms of being in the everyday lineup. So. I don't know if this is if they're thinking maybe they bring back Edwin Encarnacion, who was the team's DH last year and is still a free agent. I know you brought up before we started recording, Frank, you brought up the possibility of them signing Yasiel Puig. That would be a better fit, obviously, because they could keep Vaughn at DH that way. Um, maybe they're just thinking Zach Collins, who's had a good spring. He's he's a catcher. 
but not a great defensive catcher. And maybe they're thinking they could plug him in at DH. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 not a slam dunk. This Vaughn to left field thing is gonna is gonna work out. Yep, Zach Collins so far in the spring, ten for thirty two has looked pretty good. Uh, hit a home run. Six walks to four strikeouts. That's the biggest key for Zach Collins for anyone who plays in deeper leagues. So pay attention to that name. And of course, Andrew Vaughn, we just continue to talk about him. Vaughn in the spring is hitting 286 with two home runs and even a steal. Not that you should be relying on Andrew Vaughn to do that. The former third overall pick in the 2019 draft. Again, that is Andrew Vaughn. Scott, let's just play with this hypothetical situation here because the White Sox did have some conversations with Yasiel Puig in the offseason. So... Let's just say they sign him, right? It's going to take a few weeks for him to get up to speed, yada, yada, whatever. How far do you move him up? Is he like a top 40 outfielder for fantasy if they signed Puig? Oh, yeah. I would think so. I would think so. And Yeah, I mean, we, we didn't see him play at all last year, right? So he's kind of kind of out of sight, out of mind. But like, he had been a steady contributor of modest home run and stolen base totals in the years leading up to that. I, I would think top 40 isn't a stretch at all for Puig. I'm um, trying to think of what would be comparable. Uh, you know, if you're leaving out the plate discipline, maybe something like we're expecting from Aaron Hicks, you could hope to get from Yasiel Puig. Hicks walks a lot, so obviously in points leagues, he's more valuable. But, you know, just from a from a five-by-five five sense, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think... You know, I want to see if it happens, obviously, before I start investing in Puig in drafts. But he's, it, it, he, he's, it's not like he's been going unsigned because he's not good anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, Yasiel Puig, top 25 outfielder in both head-to-head points and Roto back in 2019 when he hit 267 with 24 home runs, 84 RBI, and 19 steals. So definitely is someone who has that power speed combination, but we haven't seen him play since 2019. So who knows what he has left in the tank. Uh, and of course it's just pure speculation. They haven't done anything yet. Uh, so again, Eloy Jimenez is out for the next five to six months with a torn peck. Uh, we'll see what happens with Andrew Vaughn. I guess just a few names. If you play in a 12 team league, see if they're available. If you need an outfielder, Brandon Nimmo is one that comes to mind, especially for a points league. Jock Peterson has had a nice spring and can provide some power. Mitch Hanniger in uh, some shallower leagues, if he's available. Aaron Hicks, you brought up the name, Scott. I don't think that he's available in many leagues, but those are just some names that... Yeah, it's got to be hard to replace the batting average and power together because you can get power, you can get batting average. You can even get power and speed from somebody like Michael Taylor, who's barely owned Mm -hmm. or barely rostered, I should say. Um, but that that combination of elite power and also you know a 280 plus batting average, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough to swing that on the waiver wire. Yep, it's rough, rough times out here. Make it stop, make the injuries go away. We're going to wrap there for Scott. I am Frank. Thank you all for listening and watching Fantasy Baseball today. We'll be back again later on tonight on YouTube, and you'll hear the podcast in your feed tomorrow morning with Adam Azer. Bye bye. 